welcome to the Tech UK podcast. My name's Jess and I'm the Programme Manager for the Justice and Emergency Services Programme here at Tech UK. This month, we're reflecting on Building the Smarter State, Tech UK's flagship public sector conference held on the sunny 18th of September at County Hall in London. On the day, I sat down with some of Tech UK's friends from the public sector, including Jenny Nelson from Newcastle City Council and Wayne Parks from the National Police Technology Council to chat through how their work is contributing to the future of public services. I asked my first guest, Jenny, about her role at Newcastle City Council and what she was talking about on the day at Building the Smart Estate. I'm Jenny Nelson, I'm Newcastle City Council Digital Transformation Programme Manager and today I've been on the panel discussing um, how place is becoming a much more important factor within the transformation of public services. So the work that I do within Newcastle um, has become increasingly place-based. I think it's fair to say that um, when I first started the role about four years ago there was much more of a service-specific, council-specific focus on the work that we were doing. So you know, how do you talking about how can we get more customers online um, those kind of metrics around channel shift and actually we've moved on so far from there that I, when I, I look back I think blame me how did we not realize we were really missing a trick mm. um, so actually the work that we're doing now is much more around collaborating with other organizations and assets within the city so people like Newcastle University uh, people like other public sector other tech organizations as well um, to recognise that the challenges that we face don't necessarily neatly fit within council departmental silos and um, they don't necessarily even fit within a sort of geographic boundary. So it's really understanding that we all need to work collaboratively on the challenges that face us most and that's predominantly where I spend most of my time now. What a positive evolution um, and thank you for such an exciting overview. It's something we've been working on as well at Tech UK uh, with place-based innovation, um, for example, with our campaign week, which I know you uh, contributed to, and that was very much valued. So what does a place-based approach mean to Newcastle um, Council and for the region? Yeah, I think it's it really going back to that point of, of realising that these the challenges that we face today around you know, air quality, climate, social isolation, ageing age challenge, are not things that that one organization can fix itself and um, so unless we work together we're really going to be be struggling to come up with those really innovative shifts in the way that we actually address those, those challenges and what do you see as the role for local authorities in creating these smart places and building a smarter state more widely yeah, I think that's something I really try to reflect on in the blog that I um, did for, for Tech UK ahead of the conference. Um, personally, I see that there's a very key pivotal role for, for local authorities, and you can probably split it three ways. First one I see is around actually us being a champion of those place-based approaches. So us, us making a very you know public statement about how important digital and tech is to us, but how important collaboration is as well. Um, I think we can champion place-based approaches by removing barriers, you know, internal barriers that we have, some of those service-specific barriers. But also, I think the council is, is quite lucky within within an area um, that it's kind of seen as a bit of a trusted face, a trusted broker within the city. So I think we have a role in, in which we can play in, in that sense, in, in helping build public awareness and confidence perhaps of new and innovative ways of doing things and of course opening up our assets so that technology companies who want to use them can do that in an easy way. I think the second 
um, really sort of key role that we play is around that choreography. So there's lots of different actors within the city, loads of different institutions and organisations who want to, to want to to get involved. And I do think see the local authority as as the key sort of place to take that leadership role. Um, so how do we how do we build that collaboration and consensus across those different groups? But also, I think we very much need to practice what we preach. So I think we need to be a consumer. I think that's another key role that we play. So how do we actually demonstrate that we are using data and that we are collaborating and, and to inform the decisions that we make and the, the changes that, that we might want to um, put in place uh, within the city? So I think there's a very, very clear role for local authorities. Um, and certainly a local authority does not, you know, and a local authority that's that's keen on smart and, and, and innovation won't necessarily make the city smart on innovation. But I do feel like if you if you were missing that that local authority piece, you would be you'd be missing a key part. It must be exciting to feel like you're at the centre of all of this change and even leading the change. Yeah, I think it is. I think it it certainly, like I said, we've come a long way from from how we originally perhaps saw um, digital within within council boundaries. Um, I think there's so much going on in Newcastle. My role has changed so much over the last few years. Um, we see it's a really exciting future. So we were recognised as um, Digital Leader Smart City of the Year earlier this year. Congratulations. Thank That's you. Really, really well done. <laughs> Thanks, which I think was a, a fantastic sort of recognition of the collaboration and work that we're doing within the city. But we know that we've still got loads more to do. We've actually just um, entered into an innovation partnership with a Newcastle firm called Urban Foresight, who are going to be helping work with, with the council and other partners within the city to look at how can we bring, bring the best of tech um, to face the to help us face the challenges that we have within the city. So, so watch this space if you're interested in hearing more. Excellent. Um, so do you mind sharing what some of the digital priorities of the council and the transformation journey are? Yeah, sure. So, um, they're actually the same priorities that we started out with those years ago. Um, so our first one has always been around improving the, the customer experience. I think where we broadened our definition of that is around, you know, who that customer is. It's not just a customer of a council service, but it's perhaps a resident in the city or a business in the city or somebody looking to invest in the city, somebody visiting the city, and um, that much broader definition. But it's essentially always has been and always will be about improving outcomes for people within Newcastle. So um, there's, there's a big focus around that. Secondly, we're in, you know, very challenging financial constraints as an authority, as a, as a city. Um, so without a doubt, there is a need for us to be focused on actually where can there be a return on investment on some of the work that we're doing? Where can that be a financial uh, cashable saving as well? So while that's not driving everything that we do, it is obviously a priority that we need we need to keep in mind. But the third objective, um, and again, I think this has come more to the fore recently with, with, with the evolution of a more place-based approach, is actually how can we make Newcastle the most sort of attractive place to invest? How can we support economic growth? tech investment within the area um, so some of the work we're doing around that is about again taking away some of those barriers not about delivery of council services it's about supporting that broader growth within the the city area that's fantastic so finally what could you share with other public sector organizations that are embarking on or accelerating their transformation journey and what role might suppliers play in enabling that collaboration that you've been talking about I think that's a really interesting question because it's fair to say that tech suppliers certainly helped our evolution in our thinking. 
So, you know, we had some, some fantastic um, demonstrator projects with people like Cisco. We worked very closely with FutureGov on some of our user-centered design work. And actually, they really helped us to sort of lift our thinking and our expectations about what this program could deliver, not just for the council, but for the city. So what I would say um, to other local authorities or other public bodies is, is start to think bigger about actually what digital transformation means. It doesn't just mean about getting people online. There's a much bigger opportunity there. Start to identify um, the other actors and assets within your area who could come to you know, be part of that party. I think from a supplier point of view, I guess, understanding from their perspective um, that organisations are moving towards a more place-based approach and that actually any supplier is going to be part of a large and complex ecosystem. So they need to kind of bear that in mind in terms of perhaps the product that they're offering. I think we're probably moving away from um, silo service-specific solutions that we would just buy off the shelf. You know, we need to be having really constructive conversations with suppliers about what does that mean for the data that's within your systems? Can we access that data? Can we use it in another way? Um, what does it mean in terms of potentially, can we do some small-scale pilots that might help inform your product more? You know, how can you demonstrate that there's a citizen outcome at the heart of your uh, product as well? So I think it, it redeveloping and redefining that relationship between um, local authorities and suppliers, but ultim ultimately we feel very positively that there's a role for all of us to play and that actually if we collaborate then we'll get far further. Excellent. So it's very, very clear that collaboration is key across almost every aspect of public service delivery um, and we, we've that's certainly been a message today. Thank you very much, Jenny, for joining me on the podcast and thank you for joining us as part of Tech UK's Building the Smarter State conference. It's been a pleasure to have you on board. No problem. Thank you. Next up was Wayne Parks to talk us through the future of public safety services. Hi, Wayne, and welcome to Building the Smarter State. Thanks, Jess. Um, really good to be here today. Um, so you said I'm representing NPTC, which is National Police Technology Council, so I'm chair of that forum, which is made up of IT directors from all police forces, um, that's home office and non-home office forces, and, and also part of my day job as being program director of the National Enabling Programme. Excellent. Could you tell us a bit more about the National Enabling Programmes and how you're helping to build the smarter state? Yeah, sure. So the, the National Enabling Programme, um, in essence, is moving police into the cloud. That, that's the kind of premise behind it. But using Office 365 as the starter for that, really. So the productivity tool sets that Office 365 brings. But, but there's also two other elements with it. So um, National Identity Access Management, which is obviously key as we move services, we start to consume cloud services, getting identity management right, so that's a key part of it. And also a third element is what we call a national management centre, which is really a security operations centre. So obviously moving um, data to the cloud, the whole management of that, the cyber threat becomes more complex in terms of the boundaries. So we've uh, committed with BT to uh, a new service for policing, which is our national management centre, which is starting to go live now. We're really seeing some exciting tools coming down the line for the future of public safety services. 
What does that look like to you? What does the future of policing look like to you? And would you mind maybe sharing some milestones for the national enabling programs uh, that are going to get us there? Yeah, I think it really is an exciting position now where we are in policing and, and probably across wider public services. So National Labouring Programme, I think, is setting the scene for how we can do things going forward because it's, in essence, a blueprint design done once at the centre of policing because we are independent organisations across policing, then consuming that and um, implementing that locally. So blueprint design delivered locally, so keeps all the innovation from the front line. Um, and if we, based on a blueprint, it means we can share much better. So um, when a force does something really innovative, they can reuse it in another force simply because it's on a central blueprint. So I think that sets a foundation for the future, different way of doing things in policing, really exciting start. We've got really good sign up from forces now. But in terms of linking that to today about building the, the smarter state, you know, it's at, at the heart of Office 365, it's a productivity tool, it's a collaboration tool set. So collaborating between police forces, um, whether you're working on a project or working on an operational issue, obviously crime is borderless, so there needs to be a lot more integration between forces, but taking that wider, you know, most issues are local-based issues, problem families, vulnerable individuals you know they take multi-agency approach you know to solve some of those so the office 365 platform gives the ability to do that to share to work together to integrate you know with the outcomes in terms of protecting the vulnerable and obviously dealing with criminality in our case but um, problems in terms of right across the community yeah and ultimately it's about I guess, delivering outcomes for the citizens, isn't it? So that's really positive. I think just to add to that as well, the from the industry perspective, it's great to see some consistency um, across forces and it can certainly make it a little bit easier to understand uh, where you're coming from and, or what the starting point is. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've done quite a bit of work with yourselves through Tech UK in terms of um, engaging the marketplace because you're right, th this gives a... Um, commonality this gives a convergence across policing clear roadmap you know it's now evergreen office 365 is going to keep up to date um, suppliers have got to keep up with us on that but also great opportunities then to build out from that platform because this is really is a new platform for policing that creates opportunities from smes to the bigger organizations to say well okay those elements are going to be in place in police policing how can we build out from that innovate create new solutions, new innovative ways of thinking, and also looking across public service to say, right, I could do something here that can join all of this up. As you said, we're all here for better outcomes for citizens, for better outcome for the people we serve. Absolutely. It's a really exciting time to be working in policing, and we've really enjoyed working with um, yourselves at the NEP, but also more widely with the NPTC. Finally, if you had a magic wand, what would be one thing you would wish for or change uh, to, to see the future of what we've, we've discussed today? Yeah, good question. And I think it's, it's all about pace. I'd love to be able to do, to roll this out across policing really quickly. You know, we could do this in months, you know, and start to realize the benefits that it can bring, bring to policing. But I guess the challenge is, the legacy environment that we're dealing with, you know, the the local programs, projects, changes going on. So trying to dovetail all those together 
for us to land Office 365 NEP in the middle of that is a real challenge. So I guess if we had a real greenfield site, there's nothing else going on, it would be fantastic to roll this out really quickly and start to focus on the benefits realisation, making a difference to the public. Um, we know that's not going to happen, but if I had a magic wand, that's where I'd want, that's where I'd wish. Well, Wayne, that sounds really good, and we hope to be able to work with you to make that a reality. Thanks for joining me today, and I hope you've enjoyed building the Smarter State Conference. So those were some insights from a few contributors on the day. If you want to follow the conversation that took place online, use the hashtag TechUKSmarterState. Looking back on the conference, the key recurring themes were, firstly, collaboration is key. Whether it is within the public sector or in public-private partnerships, tech has a really important role to play in making working across boundaries ethical, easier and more trustworthy. The challenges each sector face are not necessarily unique to them, so it was really positive to be able to convene the breadth and depth of public services to share learning and build those partnerships. Secondly, technology is the easy bit. We now need to bring the workforce and the public on this digital journey. It was great to hear from colleagues from across public safety, local and central government who shared obstacles they've overcome and how they're delivering their transformation vision. Finally, government shared their ambitious commitments to building the smarter state. They were making digital services accessible to everyone and making the government the UK's most inclusive employer by 2020 using technology that creates new ways of working. It's clear that building the smarter state requires an ecosystem approach. We've identified the challenges and now's the time to work together to tackle them. Tech UK will continue to convene the public sector with the private to realize the digital opportunities that lie ahead and reimagine the future of public services. The next opportunity to be part of this important future gazing conversation is Tech UK's supercharging the digital economy taking place in Manchester on the 6th of November. And that's it for this month's podcast. So thank you to our guests, Jenny and Wayne, to everyone involved in building the Smarter State Conference, and thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>